Watch podcast. I'm Aaron Berger, a Nebraska Extension Beef Educator. For today's Beef Watch podcast, we will be taking a break from our usual format of discussing Beef Watch newsletter articles. Today's Beef Watch podcast is a producer's perspective, and I have the privilege of being joined by Hazy Delzer, who's part of a family operation from near Ellsworth, Nebraska. Thanks for joining me today, Hazy. Well, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Well, Hazy, before we dive into and talk about the focus of our discussion today, which is around utilization of pregnancy diagnosis tools, share with us a little more about yourself, the history of your family's operation there, and how you got to where you are today. Well, my parents both grew up um, within 60 miles of where they ranch now, so we're, we're sand tillers for generations. And I grew up on this ranch here north of Ellsworth um, that my dad started leasing from a guy and, and gradually bought his way in. And so my brother and I both went to college, and I went on to grad school at UNL with Rick Funston. And I've been home for about five years now, and Tyler's been home almost almost that long. So what does your operation consist of there? What's the major components of it? Um, so most of our cows are, are cows that have the potential to raise bulls for leachman cattle of Colorado. So we have a pretty big seed stock component. And then we keep our, usually keep our year calves and background them and oftentimes run them as yearlings through the summer. We calve in May, late April and May. So then those would be long yearlings when they go in August, typically. Um, and then another enterprise is the purchased open cows that we buy. We have some really good sale barns in northern Sheridan County and even up into like Crawford. Really good cattle in that area. And so we buy open cows and put together packages of them and make nice little packages of bred cows and then market those as a separate enterprise. Because we calve in May and June, we take all of our cows to corn stocks near around Alliance, so it's not terrible far for trucking, and we don't need to feed very much hay, which means that we don't have to be sweating it quite as much as everybody else right now. (laughs) Yeah, harvesting hay in the sand hills in Nebraska has been a real challenge this summer. Yeah, yeah. Hazy, let's dive into the topic that we're going to talk about today, and that's the use of pregnancy diagnosis tools. And from the what you described with your operation there, you have quite a bit of opportunity to use these tools. Share with us a little about two tools that you've utilized in the past to help you preg check heifers and cows, and what's been the advantages and disadvantages of those tools? So something that my dad did when I was in school was utilize the blood test especially on those purchased open cows because, as it turns out, there's quite a few pregnants that come in with the ones that you buy as open, up to 20% even. And it's kind of handy to know which ones are which. And the blood test is pretty simple. If you just draw blood from the vein in the tail of the cow and send it off, and then you get your results back in a, less than a week, um, depending how long it takes you to get to the post office. The trouble with that is you have that wait time that you have to hold them over before you can sort your pregnancy from your open. And so it worked well. It was pretty cost effective, you know, because you'd get a load of cows in and you don't want to have to be having the vet come out once a week for one load of cows. So that worked well until I came home. And while I was in grad school, Rick Funston taught me how to 
Pray check with an ultrasound, specifically a repro scan, which is one with a plastic arm thing. So you don't have to put your actual your actual arm in the cow. Um, and it's it's pretty quick and simple. And when I came home, Dad knew that I knew how to do that. We discussed it and decided we should buy our own repro scan. That allows us to preg things whenever we want to preg things. So we use it on the purchase open cows when when we receive them for the first time. And then in the fall to determine who's who's pregnant and who's not, um, we use it on our own the seed stock cows in the fall. And then instead of getting rid of those open cows, we turn the bulls back out and give them an opportunity to become fall bred cows. And so then we use it again. And so I've got a lot of mileage out of the repro skin. Hazy, talk a little bit about the cost of these two tools and some things you've learned about them in terms of how they've been utilized. And I realize you haven't used the blood testing much, that that's something your dad did. But uh, talk about when can you pick up a pregnancy utilizing these tools? What are some of the advantages and disadvantages? And then as you think about the ultrasound that you're using, that repro scan, what are some things that you use that for and, and advantages you find with it? The blood test, I'm not very sure how much that costs. I'm pretty sure that you can detect a pregnancy at a similar stage, maybe a little earlier, like 30 days bred. Yeah, I think the blood test, they say somewhere in that 30 days post day of breeding, uh, you can pick up pregnancy on those. And somewhere around 30 days, I think, is a date that that blood test can be effective at. Right. And in my mind, back when we were doing that, um, it was like a buck and a quarter maybe per cow plus your postage. And so there's there's some cost involved, but it's it's cheaper than um, having a vet come out um, and paying mileage. We live pretty far from any town, um, so we're always in the, the far mileage bracket. Well, and I appreciated what you shared, just that uh, for small groups of cows, you get a load of 30, 35 cows in and you want to do that, getting the veterinarian scheduled and finding a day that works and and weather. And weather, and, yeah, yeah, logistics, just that's can be pretty challenging to get done. And to be candid, there's parts of the country where getting a vet to a location is pretty challenging in itself. So for folks who can blood test a cow or get the blood out of the cow, it's a, it's a way to get that done. Yeah, and it's not, it's not hard to get the blood out of a cow. Um, all of our, the guys that were working for us at that time were more than capable of doing that. And it was pretty easy for them. And it, that, that's not anything to be intimidated of because it's, it's pretty simple. Yeah. And I, I've personally used it. And, you know, if you could get the cow in the chute, you've got a palpation cage. Uh, really all you got to do is find the vein in the tail and uh, they have vacuum tubes that come as part of that. So once you get a little blood coming from your needle on your tail bleed, it's pretty easy to fill a vial and, and go to the next cow. So it's pretty straightforward. Well, Hazy, you've gotten this repro scan, I guess, share with us your training that you went through to do that and now how you're utilizing that. Um, so while I was in graduate school, we were doing a lot of repro type studies, mostly with comparing and contrasting different synchronization protocols on heifers. So as part of that, then you need to know how well each one did. So we did a lot of pregging when I was in grad school. And uh, the training was mostly on the ground, Prague and Heifer's training with Rick that, right there beside me to, to help me make decisions and, and know what I was looking at and 
being able to to call things quickly and efficiently and um, and that was awesome because um, then I could take that and and use that at home. Hey Z, how early can you pick up a pregnancy now that you've got some experience and have got quite a few cows or heifers under your belt in terms of spending time looking at those early development stages in terms of where cattle at in stage of pregnancy? About 30 days. So it's similar to the blood test, maybe a little sooner, but 30 days is pretty much the soonest. And then one of the disadvantages with the ReproScan is if a cow is pretty far along, 120 days or further, and especially if she's a big, deep cow, the calf kind of falls down and you can't, I can't see it with the repro scan. And I've missed, I've missed some this year, especially um, because of that. So you got to, you got to just be aware when you're pregging to schedule your pregging before that time point. Do you do any of the sexing of the fetuses or look for twins when you're pregnancy testing? It takes a little longer to do that. So if I happen to like if I happen to see that I think it's a bull or a heifer, I'll, I'll note it down and we'll write it down and see if we're right. Um, but I don't, I don't do it on purpose just because it takes a little longer. And it's a little hard to do with – if you have your actual arm in the cow, um, then you can get your, your probe right where you need it to be to see what you need to see. Um, but with the, the stick inside of the cow, it's a little hard to manipulate that probe exactly where you need it to be. How often do you pick up twins when you look at that? And again, I realize that varies with what your twinning rate is, but do you see those or do you do anything different management-wise? Not, not terribly often, mostly because we're usually hurrying. And it, once I see a calf, I just call the calf and get out of there. I try to be in the cow as short a time as possible um, just to limit any damage that I might be doing while I'm in there. Do you try to age those at all then or sort them up a little bit based on expected calving date or are you just kind of looking for a yes or no, she's pregnant or she's not? I do try to age them. So on the seed stock cows, I'm pretty confident at calling AIs versus natural service. And on the purchased open cows, um, we like to divide those, the ones that are pregnant into calving in a spring time frame, a summer time frame, or a fall time frame just because it makes it easier to, to deal with them if we kind of have an idea when they're going to cap. And by doing that, um, I kind of get an idea. I'm getting better because I get to see my results. I, I have to deal with my results if they calve in the wrong crew. Right. Um, so that, that's helped me to, to improve and get, to get better at, at being more accurate in my aging. So you mentioned you use this tool. You can check as early as 30 days. So let's say you're 30 days and past the end of your breeding window and you find that there's cows that aren't pregnant. Has that changed your management then of those cows that aren't pregnant? Or how does that give you a leg up or an advantage to be able to pick up pregnancies that earlier also identify those that are not? Well, especially in our replacement heifers, we AI and put the bulls out for 21 days. And then 30 days after that, 30 days after we pull the bulls, we go in and preg with the repro scan. And then any, any open heifers can, depending on how many of them there are, can either go straight to the sale barn or we'll feed them ourselves um, down at Lincoln County Feed Yard. So it really allows you to make some management decisions pretty early on and 
and take advantage yeah. of a window there that if you had to wait till they were 50, 60 days that you would with a palpation type scenario, it just shortens up that window. Yeah, especially where we're calving later. If we had to wait even longer um, to make our decisions, we'd be behind everybody else by a lot. So you mentioned you purchased the repro scan. What's the cost of one of those and all the equipment that needs to go with it to utilize it effectively? At the time that we purchased it, and I have, I have the, it comes with a little screen that you can see really well in the sunlight. Um, you know, a lot of times it's hard to see like a computer screen or your phone screen um, in the sun. And so this screen is specially designed and to be able to see out in the elements. And it's, it's pretty tough. I've used it in a lot of situations and can get um, these little goggles that you actually wear and then you can see, you can see what you're scanning through the, the glasses. Um, that's a little pricier. So at the time that we purchased ours, it was around 8000 Is this run off of a 110 type power source or does it run off a battery? How does that work? Um, it's got, they've got really good batteries in them. Uh, so if we're at home, um, you can plug them into your regular outlets. Um, but typically if you've got a full charge on it, you can scan and the, the screen comes with two batteries. So if you have your two screen batteries and your actual unit completely charged up, you can, you can pray check all day out in the field and not have to worry about power. Really? That's, that's pretty handy then, especially for where you're located. Yeah. Cause a lot, of, a lot of times we are far from anywhere that has power. You mentioned you purchased this repro scan. How long have you had it? And has it been pretty durable? I mean, have you had any problems with it? I've not had any problems with it. I graduated from UNL in August of 15. And I think we purchased the ultrasound um, in that winter after that. And I have not, I take pretty good care of it. You know, it's an expensive piece of equipment, um, but it's, I've had no problems with it. It, works well in all conditions, you know, either really hot weather or there's been some cold blizzardy days that I've used it in and it, it's handled everything I've thrown at it. Approximately how many cows have you been in with that machine since you purchased it? Oh man, I have no idea. Um, I'm just curious if it been a couple thousand five, or five to 10,000 maybe. Okay. So just if you think about the $8,000 purchase price, uh, if you've been in 7,000 cows, that's a little over a dollar a cow. That's not too bad. Yeah, yeah, it's paid for itself. Anything else you see as an advantage of these tools, Hazy, or things that you are maybe thinking about utilizing the tool differently than you do now? Just as we improve our, our management and get better at pregging in a timely manner, um, I think it will be even more useful than it is now. Um, if you're, if you're pregnant in a timely manner, you can do a better job of aging. And so there's some situations like the, the purchased open cows that you can't control how pregnant they are when they get to you. Um, but our, our own home raised cows, if we preg in that window, when you can see the calves really well, um, that'll allow us to have an, an even a better handle on what we have. Anything else you'd like to add hazy as we point towards wrapping this up? Nope. I'm just so glad you called me. 
All right. Well, I really appreciate your time today, Hazy. Thanks for sharing your experience and what's worked well for you there. Well, thanks. Thanks for doing the podcast. I think it's really cool. For more information on the technologies that we discussed in today's Beef Watch podcast, I'd encourage you to visit the beef.unl.edu website. At the website, you'll be able to find additional information on this topic, including articles and webinars.